This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This is Optimal Relationships Daily, episode 1645. How to set boundaries with your parents by Tonya Lester of tonyalester.com. Hello, everybody, and welcome to our Parenting Leg of the Week here on ORD. I'm your host and narrator, Greg Audino, doing what we do Thursdays and Fridays, and that is sharing content about parenting relationships specifically. Though today's is written from a different perspective. I think you're going to love it, though. I certainly do, and I feel it's just great for parents and children alike. So let's dive in and optimize your life. How to Set Boundaries with Your Parents by Tonya Lester of tonyalester.com Many articles have been written about setting boundaries in romance and friendship, but setting boundaries with one's family, especially one's parents, is often considered off-limits. Even once we've reached adulthood, it can be difficult to challenge a parent's authority and insist on changing the status quo. Consider my client Helen. Helen's older sister, Rebecca, terrorized Helen throughout her childhood and adolescence. Rebecca, 10 years older than Helen, hit her, stole from her, screamed at her, and sought to undermine her at every turn. But all this abuse happened in secret. Rebecca would act normally in front of their parents, but Mr. Hyde would appear as soon as their heads were turned. Despite the secrecy, Helen felt her parents must have known something was happening. Helen would beg not to be left alone with Rebecca. She was always covered in cuts and bruises. She exhibited anxious behavior at home, bedwetting, insomnia, and trichotillomania, pulling out her hair, that would disappear when she went to sleepaway camp every summer. Once she left for college, Helen started seeing a therapist on campus and began to process what had happened to her. The next time she was home, she had an emotional discussion with her parents, pouring out everything that had happened. Helen related how scared she was of Rebecca, and how angry she was at them for not protecting her. Her parents were receptive. They both wept and apologized for not seeing what was happening and stepping in. They admitted that they knew something was off about Rebecca, but ignored it. Helen felt great about the conversation. Helen also told them that she wouldn't be able to spend holidays together as a family until she was ready to confront Rebecca, which she didn't feel able to do. Her parents seemed to accept the decision, but the week before Thanksgiving, Her mom reached out and asked Helen to reconsider. After all, the past was in the past, and they were still a family. Helen capitulated, and everyone pretended nothing had happened for the next ten years. Helen came to see me six months pregnant with her second child, a girl. She'd already had a three-year-old girl. Yet with this pregnancy, she was suddenly beset with panic attacks and nightmares. Her traumatic childhood memories came flooding back. This time when she told her parents that she was struggling, they turned stone cold. 
They questioned her recollection and minimized her memories of what had happened. They warned her not to say anything to Rebecca and accused her of trying to break up the family. The conversation ended with Helen's mom saying, why can't you just get over this? And slamming down the phone. The thing that hurts the worst, Helen told me, is that they know the truth. They know that she's the problem, but they want me to pretend that everything's fine because they're afraid of her. Helen's assessment sounded right to me. Women are often asked to take the high road, as if ignoring abuse is some moral victory. Helen repeatedly tried to set boundaries with her parents to limit her exposure to Rebecca. They thwarted her efforts at every turn, alternatively admonishing her for holding a grudge and guilt-tripping her into pretending they were a perfect family. The final straw came when Helen's mom, who had been instructed never to leave Helen's kids alone with Rebecca, ran out to the grocery store and did just that. Though nothing bad happened during that time, Helen was distraught, as her parents had made one thing clear. They wouldn't allow her to set boundaries with them or her sister. Shortly after that event, Helen came to see me. What's the story you're telling yourself about how you're treated in your family? I asked. I'm telling myself that I don't matter, that no one will ever stand up for me, and that I don't get to set limits with the people in my family, Helen answered. That was true when you were a kid. Children are dependent on the adults around them and are in a terrible situation if they aren't protected. But who's not respecting your limits now? Helen saw where I was going with this. Me. I'm not respecting my own limits. I'm waiting for their permission and help, but I don't have to. She wept for several minutes and then sat up straight in her chair and took a deep, slow breath. I'm a grown woman. I can do whatever I want. Helen took a break from seeing her parents altogether, gradually allowing them back in, but with strict limits. They weren't allowed to be by themselves with the kids, the visits always took place at Helen's house, and Helen's holidays were spent with her husband's family. When her parents pressed back, Helen said firmly, either I'm comfortable or there are no visits at all. The relationships that silence us are the most problematic. But here's the good news. No matter how old you are, how dysfunctional your relationships are, or how scary the people in your life can sometimes be, you can always make a change. You can always learn how to speak up, take risks, and know your worth. You can experiment, practice, make mistakes, and move forward. Adults are not trapped in relationships. Adults get to choose who they allow into their lives. You just listened to the post titled, How to Set Boundaries with Your Parents by Tonya Lester of TonyaLester.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And an absolutely critical post from Tonya today, which we thank her for. Surely some great guidance for anyone looking to set boundaries with their parents, or anyone really. You know, unfortunately, it can be all too simple, even likely, for these types of patterns from childhood to bleed into relationships we have with people outside the family as we age. So, I hope you took some inspiration from this one, if this is something that you struggle with. And for the parents out there who were maybe expecting our standard type of article about like how to parent, Keep this in mind regardless. Consider 
how you can better listen to your kids, help them and support them in their boundary setting, and perhaps most importantly, not let your own visions or standards of family perfection get in the way of this, as it sounds like this was the case for Helen's parents. So that'll do it for today, everyone. I hope you enjoyed this post, and I thank you so much for joining me, as always. And do be sure to come on back tomorrow for another parenting article in the Friday show. That's where your optimal life awaits.